Welcome to the EDU Podcast, where Rob and Gary talk and drink with your favorite photographers. So grab yourself a cold sarsaparilla and saddle up. This podcast has been brought to you by Capture One Pro. With the most reliable tether workflow, combined with the most robust image processing, Capture One Pro 10 is the choice of working professionals. In this episode, we're sitting down with the Canadian badass, <laughs> Nikki Harrison. Nikki, welcome. Thanks. Happy to be here. Yeah. Look at us in Vegas. I know. On a podcast. That's a good thing. On a Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? I don't know. We don't it know is. what's so long. Wednesday. It's hump day. <laughs> look at us. And it's the last podcast of the day. Yeah. We've done six today. Six or seven. Six or seven. Is it s- we blacked out. I don't know. I think it's seven. At least. It? Yeah. It's, it's been a big perf- day. It's the perfect venue for you guys to plow them through. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is. So, so, Nikki, tell us who you are for our audience members who don't know you and what you do. Who are you? Um, I am a, I call myself a photographer slash digital artist because most of my, my work, a lot of the final outcome takes place in post. So um, that's what I consider myself to be. But yeah, that's what I do. And um, been doing it for about nine years now, not too long. How'd you get into the world of photography? Because you came from a very different background. Yeah, I ran a very successful uh, financial company and for about 13 years or so. And 2008, Wall Street or whoever broke the world and, you know. <laughs> whoever broke the whoever world. Whoever it was. It was the man. The world, yeah. They just broke it. And um, most of the lenders that I did business with were American lenders. And so they fled Canada, ran screaming. What kind of financial services were you doing? Mortgages. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that pretty much speaks for itself. Yeah. That's yeah. enough said. So, so I, I had a lot of time on my hands all of a sudden. Yeah. I went from super busy, super successful to nothing. Did Just, you see the movie The Big Short? I did. What did you think? It was very accurate. Very accurate. Yeah. I loved it. And I loved how they shot it. Yeah. It was really cool, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that, that was pretty accurate. Yeah, it was. Scary. And it's happening again. But we won't what? get into that right wait, now. Wait, I just bought something. No, tell it's me. It's happening again. No, how? The same thing. The exact same thing is happening. But in we the won't U.S. Get into that. with our in de- the yeah, US. well, now we have nothing but deregulation going on. Right now, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Thanks a lot, Nikki. Sorry, uh, sorry. It's not lot. Nikki's fault. It's <laughs> the guy with his name on the building right out the window. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. We won't talk I, about that. I hate Treasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Treasure Good Island's one. bad. Good one. <laughs> Mr. Island, what a dick. Yeah. So, uh, who are your current clients? I'm curious, like what, what sort of photography are you doing? Like run me through that. Okay. Um, I'm kind of going through a transition right now. And I think that for me, the joy in, in photography as an industry and as another, let's say my last career, excuse me, is that it's constantly changing and the evolution of it is and can go any direction that you really want it to. So because my work is so different and because it's not mainstream, it's pretty much in a kind of a niche of its own. Um, I find myself now that I'm going more into, into the licensing area of things. Really? Yeah, I still, I will always take commissions. Um, I don't get a lot of commissions in my town that I live in because I do live in, it's a resort or a lake community. Um, A lot of very blue collar 
type of, of people live there. So most of the commissions I get, they fly into me or I go to other cities and I, I get them that way. So what's happening is in order for me to fulfill my creative need while I'm at home is I do a lot of creative stuff. And that stuff now is I've signed with an agency uh, about a week ago. And oh, congratulations. Yeah, I'm really excited. They're they're pretty exclusive and they do licensing for mostly books and album covers, commercial oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, your stuff is perfect for that. So I'm really excited by that and I want to see where that goes and I'm going to kind of just go with it, but still keep doing what I'm doing as well on the commission side. I want to back up a little bit because we kind of didn't finish that, that gap of um, what you were doing after the financial services crashed and you got time on your hands. So did you fill it by photography or did you fill it by post-production, like learning how to edit? Or, how did yeah. you get into this? No, the editing, <laughs> in all honesty, I started shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought lights, studio lights. I don't even know what kind they were. I think I got them at London Drugs. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's wow. London Drugs? Well, you have to store. understand. You ha- I've never <laughs> done London Drugs. <laughs> really? You, wow, you live there. You did London I, Drugs mm, for a bit. Maybe, a little bit. <laughs> it was the 80s. London Drugs isn't that bad for a photography gear, I'm not going to lie. All right. Even to this day. Don't know on the drugs. We don't yeah, have yeah, them down here. So <laughs> oh, it's like okay. a camera store. It's a drug store. And they sell lights. They sell you guys. So, <laughs> oh, back up. You guys are selling. You yeah. guys have drug stores that sells photography, yeah. like strobe equipment. Yeah. Like what kind of equipment? Um, honestly, the strobe stuff. I have no idea. It's like some Chinese stuff. But mm-hmm. they sell Nikon. They sell Canon. They sell Pro stuff. Wow. That's a cool drugstore. It's, it's a very cool drugstore. How big is the syrup pile? I don't know. We Pretty use big. maple syrup, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I've been to a ton of countries, but unfortunately, I haven't been to Canada yet. So, how I is d- that possible? I don't, I don't even know. I, this is, this I, doesn't make I, any sense. It doesn't make any sense. There's so many things wrong with you, but the fact that you've never <laughs> been to Canada—that's at the top of the list. What is I, up? I don't know. I, I really want to go. Um, maybe we can go up and visit Nikki. Can. Maybe she, my daughter might you be put going Rob to school in address? Montreal. Will you put Robin a dress and make them very ethereal? You shake your head at that. Are you talking first about Montreal all, or mean all, address? Um, I'm, I'm going to reserve comment on that. However, <laughs> <laughs> however, um, Montreal is like on the other side of the country mm-hmm. from me. So that's, that's where that's McGill is. That's where yeah, my that's daughter's going. I'll put you in a dress, Rob. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> I have lots. I have plenty. Really? I can hook them up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so back to how you got into this. Where Sorry. You're so digress. I'm going to keep derailing you, Rob. Oh, you're doing a good job, buddy. This is going to be more of a podcast on how Rob can concentrate with Gary's bad jokes, his dad jokes. Mm. All right, let's go. All right, no, let's sorry. Oh. So I got the set of Chinese lights from London Drugs. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have triggers. I had these long cords, and I had no clue. And back in those days, there was no YouTube. There was the the only thing that I eventually found online was Kelby Training. Mm-hmm. So I went to. They were doing a Photoshop World at Convention Center in Calgary one one year, and so I attended that, and I learned a few things about Photoshop because at that point I knew nothing about it. And I just I would just shoot and. I never shot natural light. I only used my Chinese strobes. Okay. So for years, I actually only shot with strobes. And now you only shoot natural light for now, the most now part. Now I do, do I both. do mixed, I do yeah. just, and I have a full studio with strobes. 
So I what was that? <laughs> so so what was that like starting out with just using lights? Like what sort of frust? Take me through the. Was it frustrating? Was it easy? Was it? I'm trying to remember, you know, so long ago. Um, it it was a learning curve for sure, and, but I mean, in all honesty, it's pretty simple stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, once you set your mind to it and you figure it out. I I think I did one or two light setups, and that's what I ran with for the whole time. I didn't I didn't have outlets or any avenues to learn a whole hell of a lot until I came across Kelby Kelby training, and then I figured it all out. Yeah, pretty much. But you know, I was that photographer that did a little bit of everything and was good at, at absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's how so many start. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, what did you first gravitate towards? And because you shoot kids, you shoot adults, you shoot very heavy fantasy stuff. Fantasy. I love it when people call it fantasy. Well, stuff. it's it, ethereal. Is, it is really the. Is it it's, not? It's, it's, no, it's not. Do you fantasy. take offense to really that? No, I don't. I, 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 you know, it's funny because um, we were having this conversation today, Renee and I, and we were talking about how to describe our art and what it is that we do. And it's difficult because even right. for, for us, when someone says, So, what kind of photography do you do? It's like, Oh, well, you'd have to see it. Right. Yeah. You know? So it's hard it's to a put label. a label on it. Yeah, it's a label, and, yeah. and and that's why I use that. But it is far more ethereal. It's extremely painterly, mm-hmm. um, and more so now because now I'm I've actually really learned how to paint in Photoshop. So tons of what I'm doing now is is more painting, as well. So I think most people have such the wrong impression of what a photographer is that it's almost impossible for anyone. You could be one of the best photographers in the world, and if someone doesn't really know, ask you what you do, and you're like, I'm a photographer. Like, you, there's nothing you can say that's going to really convey that you're, like, a really good photographer besides the work. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, like, when people ask me what I do, it's like, I, what I, do I, you I, do? I, yeah. <laughs> I could describe it or, like, I, I just got to show you. Like, describing it isn't going to do it justice. And I feel like because everyone's a photographer now, everyone, you know, I, I have Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. You got to show them and like let your work speak. And like looking at your work, it's like, whoa, wow. Like it, it is kind of fantasy. So I, I can see why you say that. Uh, it's, it's, it's just the label, but it is ethereal, is what I would call it. But that's not a category that people know. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So what would you call it? I call it creative portraiture. However, you know, like now going into the licensing and the commercial side, is it really considered portraiture? Not really again, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I just say, here, this is what I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of like you've taken, um, like, an interesting take on, like, have you ever done anything with, like, you know, like, all the Disney princesses and, like, just put your take on it? I think, okay. I think that would be really good for you. Let, let me explain to you where I'm coming from. And this, when I teach, this is what I explain to people as well. So if you look at my body of work and if you look at the women that I portray, they're usually very... Strong, mm-hmm. fierce, sensual, but never sexualized. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because my experiences in my life, and I've had a lot, especially given my age, um, I love to portray women as strong and powerful beings and not victims or weak or, you know, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. In, in that kind of a way. Totally. Do you, do you think that a lot of that has to do with your mother? Because I know you have a great connection with her. I have a fabulous relationship. Yeah, she's with really my important to you. Yeah. 
it, it goes back. So she had an amazing connection with her mother and so on and so on and so on. It's just been kind of that thing that's happened throughout time in our family. But no, it's because of my experiences and how poorly I was treated by men in my younger life. And so for me, it's very important. And I think the why came to me, you know, at, at some point I realized that my joy and, and my passion came from showing women as not just amazingly beautiful, stunning, sensual creatures, but strong and powerful in their own right. So did your work come as something that was cathartic for you or yes. had the catharsis come before the work? The work became cathartic to me. Okay. Yeah. And is it still cathartic? Oh, Do you still so find much. release in it? Absolutely. Is it a driving factor? Driving. Yeah. That's what drives me. And and the children, the same thing as well. You know, like, um, again, I think the way I portray children is it stems back from my life experiences in my childhood as well. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your children's work, to me, it really has um, kind of a combination. I had, I'm a lucky person in that I had a really happy childhood. Like my childhood was amazing. And when I look at your child work, I definitely see kids that have that kind of happy yet dreamlike place. You know, it's like they're just kind of in a fantasy. It's like the imagination's exactly. running wild. That is so exact because I spent a huge portion of my childhood reading reading books because it was my way of getting away. And so I would go into other worlds through books. Mm -hmm. And so that is why you see that. Good call, Rob. I'm so Rob, I, have, very I haven't given you bonus points for a word since season one, but cathartic bam. You get wow. plus five Dude, points. Good You've been slacking up until season That's from season I've been one. hanging out with you too much. <laughs> what does that oh, mean? Bam. <laughs> Cut me deep. You just can't keep up. That's true. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> So you were just shooting with Renee. Yeah. How did you meet Renee Robin, who was on season one? Renee and I go back to the beginning. Um, I knew Renee when she was still working full time at a regular day job, and she was hating life and hating it so bad. So I'm so happy to see oh, her. So you got the Renee stories. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> she'll, she'll I have nothing bad to say about her. I I have nothing but the no, most We don't either. We love, love Renee. Yeah. She's one of our favorites. She's one of my favorites. She's people. a badass. Yeah. All the more reason we should be telling embarrassing stories about <laughs> Renee on a season two <laughs> podcast. Come on. Come on, people. Think about it. No. All right. So you guys were shooting in the desert today. What, yes. What was it? What did you guys do? Well, you'll have to see. Describe it. I can't wait. Sexy tattoos. Wait, so Sand, what were you guys sun. shooting? Were you guys both Renee. shooting something? I was oh, shooting you were Renee. shooting Renee. Yeah. In the desert. Yep. In next to nothing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and actually, not that you enjoyed this at all. <laughs> the coolest part about it was that she brought uh, along another photographer that's from New York, originally from U Ukraine. Really, really great photographer in her own right. And. Renee was shooting her in between takes of me shooting Renee. And so I've got behind the scenes shots of Renee in a bodysuit, nothing but a bodysuit, shooting this girl. That's fun. It's fun. It was a big time. So who fun. was shooting you? Nobody. Ukrainian? No. no. No, I don't get shot. No, why not? You used nah. to, didn't you? I've, no. I thought Renee had shot you before. No, didn't she, she wants to. You went, no. I'm too old for that crap. Well, I, I look never come on. Uh -uh. You're never too old to get your photo taken. Oh, please. You, you need to leave behind the you legacy. Don't look anywhere near your age at all. Thank Nowhere you. Near. 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, probably tomorrow that'll change. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I Overnight. got all those great Overnight you in. get old. It's crazy. Rob is actually one of the spokesmen for Just for Men. Uh, I am. I yeah. actually have my own box for Just for Men. You know what? I've my husband is, is so white and white here now. And it, I think it's men sexy, look right? so yes. freaking awesome as they age. I'm just I am not even joking. Gary Martin. <laughs> it's true. I'm Every single sexier. day, Rob, I am so impressed by your sexiness. <laughs> I'm blown boy. away. I'm blown away by your sexiness. It's distracting at work. Of I'm course like, it is. God damn it, Rob's up there being sexy and shit. <laughs> You'll have your day. Don't worry. It'll come. <laughs> yeah. So, well, those those photos sound like they may never see the light of day. Or Oh, yeah, they totally will. They will. Oh, for sure. Wow. For... She's game for that. That's an awesome thing oh, about okay, her. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So what were the challenges of today? Did sun. you have any? Ugh. The sun. Yeah, and of course we didn't bring all of our gear because we were just coming to Vegas, right? So yeah. direct sun. So finding shade. Traveling yeah. with a bunch of gear sucks, sucks so bad. So it's bad. such a deterrent for me, at least for, especially if I don't have a crew of people coming with me. It's like, I don't want to bring, I just, there's so much gear, I don't even want to do it. I know. So, like, I just hit that roadblock. I'm like, nope, done. Unless I have a bunch of people, like, helping to carry all the shit needed for a production. Yeah. You need a mule. That's, that's, that, that's why it was so liberating when we were getting on the plane. Oh, God, I, I yeah. felt so... I was like, Rob, we're forgetting stuff. We only have two bags. And it's just, like, four They're mics. C- coming here, four headphones. only brought audio equipment. That was it. And yeah. normally, I mean, we're, like, 20 bags filled with gear. Ugh. It's just crazy. So that's the stre- cool. most stressful part of the, the job. Just yeah. airplanes and... Losing baggage. Yeah. So how did you make a name for yourself? You just start shooting and you're in kind of a resort no, town. Not, in... not at all. No, because I still lived in Alberta, the same province okay. that Renee's from. And and what's the distance between the two? Three hours. Okay. Yeah. So how I met Renee, you asked a little bit of a well-known community in the province itself. And she got in touch with me one day and said, I'm coming to Calgary. You want to shoot? And I was like, Yeah. So that's pretty much she's she's good for that, yeah. you know. She reaches out. What was what was that? Do you remember that photo shoot? What was it? She was nude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, covered up. Yeah, but you know the way that I, I typically y'all are doing some freaky shit. No, <laughs> you've been doing some freaky shit since the beginning. There's nothing freaky about what I do, though. No, I know. Like you can't, you cannot look. At, okay. And and this is I mean, not. You just said she was nude. I was she like, was Damn, nude. The very first she, shoot. I'm telling you, I just met the girl. She tossed her clothes off, and she's like, "What would you like me to do?" No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, it was kind of like that. But. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. I know. We know Renee. Yeah. yeah, I know Renee. She walked in. She high fived you because your husband was hot. And she's like, "Nice specimen," and she ripped off her clothes. And you no, she didn't her. take her clothes off in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. No. So, how many shoots have happened in between there? Um, I have Let's... shot her four times now. Oh, okay. Yeah, not a whole hell of a lot. So every couple of years. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so today was a special occasion. It was awesome. It was awesome. It's always desert. awesome. Rob, though. you never shoot me nude. What the hell? There's a reason for it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I'm I'm too afraid. <laughs> I'm too shy. Be scarred for that. Yeah, I'm too. You'll never be able to close your eyes. Never be able to close. Uh, right. So again, let's get back to this. So I how, told you I was going to keep how did you, you. How did you build your audience, your your reputation? So it's it's a long story. So I'll try to give you a we really short version of it. 
again, I was doing a little bit of everything and I was doing nothing very well, right? right? Like probably a lot of people start out this way or find themselves in that position. And when I was in business and I was really, really successful, I kind of was like, okay, what can I do that makes me different? What can I do that makes me better? And so I figured that out in the business world and I thought, okay, I've done this before and I've done it in an industry that was you know, equally saturated as mm-hmm. photography. So what can I do here? So I started looking around and I, I found, you know, deviant art, mm-hmm. right? And I love to love to love the art side of things. Always been totally drawn to art itself, old masters, that type of thing. But I saw all of the, these illustrations of fairies and stuff on deviant art. And I thought, oh, you know, if I could somehow do that with kids, because again, my business mind, remember, I was still kind of fresh out of being successful business-wise. So I wasn't 100% creative, where, where I think a lot of photographers have the issue that they come in having fun and enjoying the creative side, and they, they don't even have the business side, right? right. So I was thinking business-wise, what could I do that would be a huge hit and a, a, you know, a blockbuster seller type thing? So when I saw the illustrations of the fairies, I started researching and seeing if, if I could somehow do and mimic the same thing as far as photography was concerned. And then I did see that, okay, there, there's a couple of people doing fairies and they're really awesome. What can I do? So I kind of dove in. I found a costume designer in Arizona that made incredible, incredible costumes. And I ordered wings and dresses from her and I got backdrops and, and I plowed in. And it took me maybe a couple of months to get a good look going. And then I started selling that and it was a hit. I was on the news, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. It, it, it took off really, really quick. Just organically people. It did. Because I knew it because I knew, okay, what as a mother, if I had the opportunity to have a photo done of my daughter, what would I want it to be? I'd want it to be that. Mm -hmm. And that I could not say no to. So that's kind of where I went that way. Was your daughter your subject? No, my daughter's old. Too older. My daughter, mm. yeah. I have grand, uh, two grandkids. Do now. you really? Yeah. Oh, God. So no I'm way. old. So my you, daughter was what? already... Yeah, yeah. that's no way. My daughter was already, I think at that time, she was like 18. So yeah, yeah. Too, too late for that. But yeah, that's what I did. And from there, it kind of spilled over because I thought, okay, if this is working for little girls, what about big girls? So it kind of evolved that way. Yeah. That's incredible. It is. Rob. (laughs) 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 So what did, let's, let's talk about some advice for people getting into the, the, the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, what would you do differently getting into photography? I would have looked within myself a lot quicker and found out what it was that I was most passionate about and what I loved because I spent too much time looking at everyone else's stuff and trying to do and be good at every single thing. And if I could do it all over again, I would not do that, period. I would find something that I absolutely loved and I would master that one thing because I would much rather be a big fish in a small pond than a tiny little fish in a huge pond. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's my advice. Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. Yeah. Great what, what's your approach for social media? How are you leveraging those tools to help your current business? I wish I didn't have to deal with social media Me because too. because I find it to be 
a brain sucker. It sucks me and it sucks you in and it wastes your time and all that other stuff. However, it's, it's still vitally important to be successful in business these days. And I have a, a pretty good following as far as people that want to learn from me. <clears throat> so it's something that I probably should spend more time at. So um, I have to blog more. Thing. I have yeah, to do social more. Social media is so, so hard. It is. But it's so imperative, too. Right. You know? If there's so. ever one thing that just makes you feel real great and shitty at the same time, it's social media. Because yes. you're like, oh, God. Because <laughs> right. like it is so On the one hand, it is so powerful. You're like, oh, God. I, like, I get to keep in contact with like a lot of friends from childhood and high school and see what they're doing but at the same time it's just like oh do i need do i have to post how often oh god what do i need to how do i present myself on social media yeah, and it's, like, a, it's a trip. i don't want to be vulnerable i don't want to show like the shitty things that happen to me so then it's just <laughs> like i just need to show like the best shit ever like yeah. create this persona which is a bit self-aggrandizing yeah because right? you can't be a dick no yeah. because if you are if okay let's say you really are a dick and you kind of show people that you're a bit of a dick. You wind up as president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> just got political. Oh, Sorry, that just. Jeez, maybe I Damn, am approaching bro. it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Forget I said that. <laughs> yeah. So you know, if if you make if you say the wrong thing, if you comment on the wrong thing politically, like you said, then it could destroy you. So you right. kind of got to just zip it and be like, I have no opinion about anything. Do you think we've gotten too sensitive? I think so. Yeah, as, I do. As a society? Yeah. Nobody can say anything because right? as soon as you say something, if you it's have... It's going to offend someone. Oh, no, they're yeah. haters. Yeah. Everybody gets yeah. offended. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a happy medium somewhere in there I think, that well, I can't it's, find. It's a cross between being offended and jealous. You think? Hell, hell yeah. People who come at you half the time, it's because they, they want to be at your level and they're not. And mm. they feel a bit bitter and a bit entitled that they should be there. And they're not, but they haven't put in the time. Um, So, yeah, I think think that's one of the true dangers of social media. Um, Yeah, there are people that, that, you know, want to tear you down, but a lot of it's because they're not where where you are and they want to be. Yeah, I think you're right. There's a lot of that in the world. I know I'm right. A ton of it. A ton of it. So I, I think it's also interesting being from the financial world. You really, to me, that doesn't seem like a really creative place. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it is in terms of um, coming up with ways to make money for clients or whatever. But now you're in a totally different space. I think it's where I was always meant to be. Yeah. It just took a while to get there. Well, you got to understand that I was a single mom. I had kids. I had to support them. I was doing it on my own. And my own wants and needs were the last thing on my mind. Yeah, I get that. I got kids. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, okay, what can I do to not just pay the bills, but what can I do to actually, you know, do it successfully? This is an interesting thing I want to talk about because so many people getting into the photo business are younger. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have fear about doing it at an older point or a later point in life? Or did you just know that you had to do it? Um, I think the issue with me was that I'm really, really tenacious. And whatever I've ever set my mind at, I've been pretty successful at. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't doubt that I could be this time. And, and not that... I'm tooting my own horn or anything like that because in all honesty, for the first four and a half years of me doing this, I sucked 
Oh yeah, we big all do. Time. <laughs> like yeah. like horrible, terrible. Like I look at that stuff now and I, I lost I think the first three years of my work I lost on a hard drive that was dropped as it was being transferred to oh, another no. one. Smash gone and I'm like good. See ya. Good. <laughs> There's no way. Don't want to be reminded of that. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> history erased. Yeah. Wow, that doesn't uh, happen often. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's okay. One of the things that, that Gary and I like about our company so much is that we are um, pretty crazy when it comes to the creative process. We control everything of it and downright to, you know, down to even having music originally scored. So the, being creative directors is really important to us. Where is that process for you? Are you picking the costuming and working? I, how much of the creative process do you get to drive? I even make the costumes. You make it what? yourself. Yeah. GTFO. <laughs> yeah. How do you know how to do that? I'm, I honestly, sometimes I use safety pins and fabric and I'll make a dress and pin it to the person. What's, what's the name of the fabric store in Canada? We have Joanne down here. Yeah, I don't, I don't. London's is the same place where they get their no. photos. London's fabric. No. London's, we got London's, yeah. drug. London's drug. London's drug. You can fabric. get Snickers bars, photo gear, <laughs> dresses, and Advil. And an iPad. Yeah. 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 No. Um, I actually get most of my fabric online at Gifts International, which is in the States here, and it's super cheap. Oh, really? Gifts International? That's yeah. where you get fabric? That, believe it or not. So you get fabric, and how, like, are you sewing it? Bolts. Like... Yeah, I'm sewing. I have a sewing machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Duh, Gary. Well, Duh. shit, I don't know anything about sewing. Yeah. Rob, what do I look like? Come on. No, I, Not a seamstress. I, I make dresses, headpieces. Like, I make almost everything that you see. I'm... I'm as far as styling, so I style a set. I'm, I I will build a room. I'll drag furniture and make things and paint things. And, yeah, it, the whole thing is, is part of the whole um, experience for so me. So how long is that process? If you're going to do a commission portrait for somebody, mm-hmm. how long does that take for you? It depends. So it depends if they choose a costume that I already have. Because a lot of times what they'll do is they'll go through my images and they'll say, do you have this? I really love this. And I'll say, yeah. Or I'll say no, but I can find something or make something. So it could be anywhere from just a couple of days to a couple of weeks. Yeah. Who are the photographers now that you look up to? Who are you following? Um, I'm still a huge, massive fan of the Russians. Right? But yeah. What like, are they, what's I, in the water over there? I have no vodka. <laughs> first of all, Maybe there's no it. water in Russia. What are you talking about? It's vodka. There's it's no. Ta- there's plenty of water. There's no water in what Russia. What are you talking about? Dude, I no need water. to drink more vodka. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We, could, we could arrange that. We could arrange that right yeah. now, actually. <laughs> can. So the Russia, yeah. So yeah. Any, anyone in particular? Um, Margarita. I can't remember. That's their a names. Jimmy Buffett song, I think. No, it's Margaritaville. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, do you know uh, Sean Archer? That's his, yes. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his like, his work is nice, but that's I mean, it's nice, but it's not what I'm. He's drawn the first Russian to. that came to mind for me. Yeah, he's good. I see a lot of his stuff on 500 yeah. PX. St- Stanislav is his uh, real Russian name. Is it? Guess, yeah, Sean Archer is uh, a name he picked. Hmm. Because most people can't pronounce his last name. Or remember, like me, I can't yeah. remember the yeah. the women. Yeah. How'd you get pulled into teaching? Definitely, yes. How did you? Like, yeah. who pulled I you got in? pulled in. Um, yeah. Okay, so it started with people started asking me about my post-processing 
right? Which is what most people want to know how I do. I mean, shooting is shooting, they think. Right. right? Oh, I know how to shoot it, but I want to know how to edit it. Yeah, well, you know, I, I can look at people's images and say, your pose is off. You don't know how to pose her. You could, If you would have moved her two feet to the left, it would have been 100% better. But people all think that it's just post-processing, right? Mm-hmm. So they would say to me, how did you how did you edit that? I want to know how you edited it. So eventually what started to happen was I wouldn't remember the steps or the layers that I would use, the adjustment layers, to create the effects. So I started recording it and saving the actions for myself. And then the more and more people started asking me, how did you edit it? How did you get that look? How did you edit it? I started saying, hmm, maybe if I just sold these, they would buy them. And now you have a whole website. And now I have a whole store. Yeah. yeah. And if I, could, if I had time to spend more time on it, I'm sure that it would be more busy. But um, it takes time to create these things, you know, so... Yeah, I need to find time to spend more time on that as well. So from there, it kind of evolved into teaching. And then I joined the um, PPA. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like as soon as the PPA found out about me, it just spread like wildfire. So now I'm booked up until the end of June from last year, just teaching somewhere every month. And oh, it's that's just, fabulous. That's yeah, rewarding. It's, and, you know, it's... It, it's fun to teach people and, mm-hmm. and to see their joy and excitement in, in what you teach them. So, yeah. What are you struggling with the most now? <sighs> just time. You know, just having enough time to give people, but also maintain my own time for myself. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly the answer we got in the last podcast. Yeah, it is indeed. There are just right? never word enough hours in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next? What, what, what's going on? Um, I am... Teaching through June. Yeah, but we got a couple of good things happening. So um, a friend of mine uh, from New Hampshire and I are teaching a workshop in Tuscany and Italy in May. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, that sucks. That sounds yeah, terrible. It's just horrible. Have you been? Yes. Yes. So really looking forward to that. We rented a villa that sleeps 33 people, and it's in the hills, and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, That sounds great. It's going to be awesome. And I'm doing Texas school, if you guys are familiar with Texas school. Yeah. Doing that. Texas school? Yeah. Texas. What is what is Texas school? It's all about, you know, how it's to one lasso of the, people. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> Rob, it's one of the inappropriate. <laughs> Rob, that's inappropriate. It's roping. That's inappropriate. Like that. Listeners don't appreciate those jokes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. No, I, 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 really, I don't know what it's, Texas it's, school. It's actually um, the oldest photography school in America. Really? It was founded 65 Shame years ago. Shame on me. Yeah. Son Shame of, on you. Son of a yeah. Don't you feel stupid now? I do. <laughs> I feel yeah. stupid all the time now. Yeah, so it's a, it's I, a, I've come. I've come to grips with it, Rob. You need fine. to. You need it's to good. embrace it too. You'll feel better. Oh. You'll sleep. You won't. You won't oh. have those night terrors that you tell Dude, me about. Dude, so are you much. kidding me? I'm old and wise. Look at all the gray I got. Yeah, yeah, that's one way to interpret it. <laughs> <laughs> no, where are you going next? Like now, you, you now that you've been in this business for a while, mm-hmm. where do you want to take it? Like, where do you want your career to go? Especially well, now that you've been teaching, which is a new, kind of a new thing. Yeah, the, I mean, the teaching is okay um, as far as it being a part of what I do. I don't. It's okay. It's, it's okay as far as it being a part of what I do. Okay. I don't want it to be, I don't want to turn into being just you do. a yeah. teacher and yeah. nothing else because I, I get personal satisfaction and joy from creating myself. 
And I love to teach other people and to give back, but that's not my main focus. My main focus is always going to be to create images for myself, licensing clients and that type of thing, because that's, that's the joy that I get. And I'm at the stage in my life where I don't need to make a million dollars a year. And I'm not striving to do that because my joy is really just creating and, and making amazing imagery. So that's a pretty awesome place to be. Yeah. Well, you know, I've lived a life already. It's not like I'm starting out. So I have a husband that has an amazing career and you know, he's got my back. So it works out pretty good. Yeah. That's a good place to be. That is a good place to be. You need to get there. (laughs) Rob, that was rude. Why do you always have to be mean? Because <laughs> it's my nature. Just try, try and be nice. I am it, co- not, it costs dude, nothing. Nice. It costs I'm nothing to be nice. nice. Rob, you know this. Oh, the banter. <laughs> so Sorry, back, Nikki. No, let's you, go back you, to Europe. Like what what was today. your favorite places to, to visit in Europe? Greece. Really? Santorini. Why? It's just stunning. It's the most amazing place in the world that I've ever been to. Have you ever seen I've it? never been there. I've been to Thessaloniki. Where's that? It's like more the northern. It's not I got, the I got, Isles? I was hitchhiking. I was basically, yeah, hitchhiking through Europe. Hooked up with a few travelers. Spent some time in Thessaloniki, kind of bumming around. Got chased out of a Holiday Inn brunch. I went there to a Holiday Inn. There's in a Greece. story there. Yeah, there yeah. is. <laughs> Wait, he got chased in at brunch? Greece at brunch out of a Holiday Inn. In Thessaloniki, yeah. That's weird. With two nurses. That was oh, awesome. There's a story. Yeah. Brunch. Yes, yeah, had you I, been with I was, the, I was, had uh, you been with the nurses earlier? Well, I met them earlier in another country, and then we traveled, uh, and then from there I uh, went to, to to Turkey. Back when it was safer for us to, to travel. Be in Turkey. Right. <laughs> no, I don't know. Now I guess maybe we can't oh, go. There's such a good can story. Can we go? Here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't you know, can think... go, but you know you might get blown up. Yeah, God. <laughs> That's a bummer. Why can't we all just get along? Oh, exactly. Oh, not gonna we're going to get political yeah, again. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go there like Rob did. <laughs> well, we made this many episodes without getting political, and Rob, he did it. I'm very passionate about this. I know. Very about Treasure Island? About Treasure Island. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I'm passionate about Treasure Island. Good. It's important. Yeah. It's important. Uh, Nikki, where can everyone find your work at? My name, NikkiHarrison.ca. Which stands for Canada. Canada. Yes, Canada. And your actions, it's a different site. ChasingLightActions.com. Yes. And there's there's video tutorials because people want to learn how I edit. So I'm I'm slowly going to start, you know, adding more to the store for that as well. And um, workshops are posted on there, speaking events. Yeah, it's all there. Congratulations. I think it's great. I think it's great that you've had this kind of resurgence and found something that you so loved and where you feel that you were always meant to be. Yeah, I do too. I'm thrilled. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's really inspiring too. I think people really need to um, take heed of that. And especially, you know, I get contacted by a lot of people that are, um, you know, maybe five years younger, five years older. And I tell them, you know, don't let the age thing get you down. Don't think that it's a, a deterrent or a hurdle that'll prevent you from any kind of success whether monetarily or even personally good advice so i've, I've got another question um imagine and this is going to be your kind of final final uh advice thoughts of the day it's, it's like the jerry springer the final thoughts of the day oh again. god 
<laughs> but, but, but just but just better. Not just really, better. right? So not really. I'm 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 nineteen, maybe twenty-two. I want to become Nikki Harrison. What advice do you have for me? You gotta age a hell of a lot of years first. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that old. <laughs> We're the same age, I think, so you're not that old. Okay. Um what do you wanna do? Um like as far I, I want to make. I want to. I want to do what you do full time. How do I get there? Give me the roadmap. Well, you know, it's funny. I get this question a lot from my students, who, especially, especially students that have been in the industry for twenty plus years, they'll say, "Okay, I'm going to attend your workshop. I want to learn what you how to do, and then also I want you to teach me how to market it." Well, first of all, it didn't take me six hours in a workshop to learn how I do what I do. So you need to learn the basics and you need to apply that over the course of a year or two and master it and, and have a, a very clear demonstration of that as, as far as a gallery or, or portfolio and something that you can replicate and you can constantly do and are proud of before you can even think about how do I sell this and market it? Because what are you selling? Something that you're learning now Because I tell everyone, I say, you should not be charging people to learn how to do something. So what you need to do is whatever you're charging people for, as long as you're really good at that and and you're consistently doing the same thing and you're selling it well, that's awesome. But when it comes to something brand new that you don't know how to do, you need to do creatives and you need to to make sure that you're doing, you know, one or two creatives a month. You're knocking that out of the park and you're consistently – educating yourself and you're experimenting and you're creating and learning on people that are not paying you for that. And I, I think beyond that, I, you know, one of the most important things you said tonight is that th- this is a culmination of your life experiences. Absolutely. It's a cathartic process for mm-hmm. you. Um, it's a, a realization that you've had of what you've experienced and who you are and how you've emerged. And all of that has turned into how you portray your subjects. So yeah. that's not something that you can learn. It's in not workshop. something you can teach. No. Yeah. So that's the big one, right? It's a tough call. So get out there and live your life. <laughs> so go live your life. If you're 19, give yourself 30 years and come back and talk to me. <laughs> Damn, that's, a, that's, that's a long time. Dude. That's a little that's while. That's a long time. That's, that's a little, little discouraging. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just saying there's no magic bullet. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Don't I put think, words in I her think, mouth, Rob. She's going to agree with me. She just said no. I agree. Don't, po- don't point at her. That's think, not nice to point at Rob. Oh, my God. You see this? <laughs> That's what you, you have to deal with deal daily. With? Yeah, oh. no, it's great. He loves it. It's yeah, endearing. Sort of. Yeah, I think, I think it's a human process, and it's a personal experience, and people need to really look internally into themselves as well. So it's not something you can learn from a workshop. Mm-hmm. Those are good final thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I tell you, Nikki, thank you for coming by and talking with us. I'm a big fan of your work. I think that you do really beautiful stuff, and um, what you put into it really shows. So thank you. Keep going. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. been great. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Tell people again where they can find you. One last wrap-up. Instagram, I'm at Nikki Photographer. That's N-I-K-K-I. And on my website, NikkiHarrison.ca. All right. So to download this episode and the entire season of these podcasts down here in Las Vegas, and also season one, Puerto Rico, hashtag awesome, <laughs> you can go to rggedupodcast.com and also subscribe to get them auto-updated onto your phone, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, and on SoundCloud. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere you want to be. It's like yeah, music. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks again, Nikki. Thanks, Appreciate guys. It. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. 
This podcast has been brought to you by Capture One Pro 10. With the most reliable tethered workflow, combined with the most robust image processing, Capture One Pro 10 is the choice of working pros. Unlock the potential of this powerful tool by downloading your free 30-day trial at CaptureOne.com. Well, that's all she wrote for this one. Thanks for listening. Now get out of here and start shooting. This podcast is officially over. Over and out. Catch you next time, dude. Skibba dibba dee dib yo da dub dub. Yo da dub dub.